0: Hello ladies, Dr. Fiona Lovely from Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, It's been a hell of a week, hasn't it? (laughs) Uh, Some might say a few weeks. Uh, It's been just over a week since uh, we decided to close the clinic for patient care and sort of changed uh, profoundly the way I spend my time quite suddenly (laughs) And I know a lot of you are feeling that too. I know that there's a lot of um, homeschooling going on. Uh, Potentially your children are at school at home at the same time you are working from home. You may have um, spouses or family members, uh, perhaps parents that you're concerned with and for. And I know a lot of uh, the ladies I've talked to Um, in my clinic, in my patient space, are saying that they're doing not only the groceries for themselves but for their aging parents and sick family members too. So uh, in one sense, we have been given the gift of time. And in the other sense, for some of you, it will be uh, a lot more juggling. At the same time, you're trying to socially distance, potentially isolate uh, try to stay healthy. Like, oh my God, how many times in a day can you wash your damn hands? I I happen to know it's a lot. Um, you know, my my uh, in my clinic space, I'm washing or was washing even more than than usual. So um, I am thinking a great deal about our healthcare teams, the doctors and nurses and technicians that are keeping the hospitals and acute care running. And I am so deeply grateful for the work they're doing and the stories that we're hearing about how they're sacrificing their own well-being simply because there is not enough uh, personal protective equipment available. So I was recently speaking with a friend uh, locally here who is a dentist and she's telling me she can't even get the protective equipment she needs necessary to do um, emergencies in her practice, which is also shut down. So it's 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 a bit of a scary time and you can get sucked into that. And I'm hoping that today I can bring you some tips that will um, hopefully resonate from a trusted provider uh, in a time where we have so much noise and there's so much fear. Uh, Let's see if I can bring you something useful. So let's get to it here. So I'm kind of going with a uh, five-tips uh, for supportive, uh, for support- supporting health, uh, five things to avoid to stay well, and five supplements you can take to help your immune system work well and for you to, uh, to stay well during this um, stressful time. So um, let me dive right in. So five supplements for staying well. Okay, here's the deal with the supplements. Um, these are really general tips, and... Um, but you have to know your own health issues. If you have autoimmune issues or chronic health issues, make sure you're checking with your provider or your uh, healthcare care uh, practitioner first before you start taking any of these. Okay, so vitamin D. We want that to be in a liquid form. Um, And you want to take 5,000 international units a day. So liquid format would be typically that would be five drops. And it's really easy to take that one. And certainly you want D3. You also want to take probiotics. So what probiotics are, and I know that those of you that have listened to the podcast uh, are really aware of probiotics because I'm quite uh, fond of talking about them. So basically they're... um, healthy gut bugs that you take in a powder form or a capsule form that will... Offer your immune system some support. There's a lot of things they do, but in this case, what we're really looking for is that immune support. Um, Just as an aside, also make sure you're eating uh, fermented foods if you can tolerate them. Again, some autoimmune disorders cannot tolerate fermented foods. So uh, that would be uh, pickles and sauerkraut and kimchi, etc. Those um, foods have natural uh, bacteria uh, on them, and that's something you want in your system as well. So vitamin C is another thing you want to take. Vitamin C, you want to take 2,000 milligrams a day. Buffered is best. Uh, magnesium glycinate. So there's many different forms of magnesium on the market. Uh, they all have specific functions, and the one I'm interested in sharing with you is G-L-Y-C-I-N-A-T-E, glycinate. 200 to 300 milligrams at night before bed. It helps you release your day. It relaxes smooth muscle, so it can. Um, uh, it just. It's a really nice, gentle way to boost the quality of your sleep. And uh, number five is the omega fats or fish oil. Um, so you want to be taking a thousand milligrams of EPA and a thousand milligrams of DHA, ideally per day. That's DHA. So um, if you're vegetarian, then you'll be doing only EPA. But if you're not, then the balance is actually what we're looking for. And that's going to be somewhere between typically a teaspoon to two teaspoons a day or up to six capsules. Again, check your supplement. Also, make sure that your fish oil is from a clean source. It should say so on the label. Now, I want to wrap up the supplement section of this podcast by saying we have a bit of a a belief that if something a little bit is good, then a whole lot must be really good. And I just want to tell you that more is not better in the case of supplements. Um, You can get sick, so just stick to the recommendations I've given you here, and it's a good foundation. So next, I want to go over some supportive habits, and I'm going to give you five. Of course, there are more. This is not a comprehensive list, but I think we're all a little bit overwhelmed with information right now, so I wanted to keep this fairly doable and simple. So here's the ones I think are the most important. Number one, keep a routine sleep schedule, even on the weekend. That means going to bed at the same time, getting up at the same time, excuse me, every morning. It's going to help you feel um, uh, uh, like you're uh, having a purpose, that you're not just, as Oprah would say, a schlumpadinka at home. (laughs) In your, uh, well, for me, it's yoga pants and a tie-dye t-shirt. Whatever, it's going to be something different for you. Um, So uh, something else to note about the sleep hygiene is that if you have the luxury of time now and you have Accumulated a sleep debt. The way you wish to repay that is by adding more hours before midnight. That's when you repay that debt, not sleeping in the morning. So you're far better off, let's say, if you normally go to bed at 11 and you're up by 7, keep that 7 o'clock in the morning wake-up time, but go to bed at 9 and then you add two different two more hours or 10 or, you know, it'll take you some time to get to that place. But, you know, and avoiding your tablet and phone or laptop, computer, or even your television for at least an hour before bed helps that natural release of melatonin so that you can fall asleep easily. Number two supportive habit would be to connect with the people around you. I don't know about you guys, but I've spent a lot of time on Zoom this week, a lot of FaceTiming, a lot of text messages, a lot of emails. There's just been a lot of connecting with people, which is great. Of course I miss the face-to-face. Of course I miss hugs terribly. I'm definitely that extroverted hugger. So um, there'll be some time to catch up soon enough. But really reach out to your people. And if you have an intuition that somebody may be needing some help, reach out to them anyways. I just think this is one of the best ways we can stay healthy is by taking care of each other. And look, the whole entire planet is in this together. How often do we see that? Like times of war. The last time I remember this kind of vibe was in the days after September 9-11. Uh, September 2001 and um, you know look at how people came together for each other in that time. we're still talking about it. So literally that what we're in right now is the history that we will talk about for the rest of our lives. And I know for me it's important that um, you know time will judge us right and I think um, I think it's really important to listen to what the authorities have said about, uh, social distancing and self-isolation and shelter in place and all of those things we've heard. Um, and just be on the right side of that for sure. Anyways, number three, get sunshine and fresh air daily. Number four, eat well. Like, keep on your good food routine. Just because you can eat the chips or the chocolate all day doesn't mean you should, and there's good reason for that, which I'll talk about here in a minute. Um Make sure you're getting your protein, your healthy fats, and then your carbs, eating natural food, fruits, and veggies. And, wow, there's a lot of... The grocery stores in my area have really uh, risen to the occasion and are doing... Uh, deliveries or uh, you can pick up outside the grocery store. You don't even have to go in. You just order online and then you go pick it up. I think it's great. I think even Costco is doing that. Um, Okay, and finally, for supportive habits, get some movement daily. Have you noticed all the fun videos on social of, like, people doing a yoga class or dancing with their kids or um, even the, the free workouts? I just read this morning that Chris Hemsworth is doing, like, free workout video and you can join him anytime so i don't know i'd have a hard time staying focused on that one doing my exercises anyways there's um lots of opportunity get outside and walk um i know people are all those crazy memes about the dogs being walked six times a day are quite funny anyways just get out get in the sunshine get some fresh air do a yoga class dance with your spouse or your kids you really, there's just no excuse uh, to not do it. Okay, so five things to avoid to stay well. Number one, negative news or negative people. So it's really easy to get sucked into the fear of all of this, the uncertainty. Hell yes, our, our governments, our economies are going to take some time to recover. Uh, of course that's going to happen. Some of you, like me, have lost your income. And it's one of those things where you go, well, I could worry about it or I could make use of the time and stay calm. For me, the word I'm using is surrendered because there's really nothing I could do about it and anything I could think I could do would just give me more stress than just taking advantage of the time I've been given. So that's how I'm looking at it. Try not to spend too much time watching the news. Of course, this is such a fluid situation. Check in. Um, probably a couple of times a day, give you everything you need, and um, move on after that. Be careful around your junk food. So uh, actually two and three kind of go together here. So it turns out that uh, sugar not only increases inflammation, but it also decreases your immunity, and they've measured that for up to four hours after you have sugar. So really now is not the time to tuck into all of those um Junk foods that may give you comfort. And I know this one I've had to remind myself of uh, daily for sure. So avoid sleeping in and staying up late. Again, that sleep hygiene, that sleep schedule is so critical to keeping you feeling well. And avoid dehydration. Now, this is either coming from you just not drinking enough water or you spending a little too much time drinking alcohol and not recovering water that you need to drink every day so two to three liters of water itself every day now that's just water and herbal tea counts in that as well so um but anything else alcohol coffee um pop you shouldn't be drinking that anyways uh those things all uh will tend towards dehydration especially have caffeine in them so, um, you know, the other thing about dehydration is keeping your membranes moist. That's your mucous membranes in your nose and your mouth, uh, your throat. Those are areas that will be picking up virus that is left around. Hopefully not. But uh, turns out that um, uh, virus tends to actually not – let's see, what's the best way to say that? Uh, virus doesn't like a moist environment. So bacteria does, but virus turns out does better. Um, uh, does better in a dry environment. Go figure. So, and there's some neat research about that. Okay, my final bit of advice to you, ladies, is just to get still, slow down. After asking and trying to figure, asking asking for more time and trying to figure out how to clear your plate so you could have more space for yourself. Like that, we've been given it. Do less. Be grateful for the time we've been given. Get quiet and listen. Now, my preferred way of doing that is I meditate. I use a guided meditation. I've got a number of them I might use. Um, And then I'll spend quiet time after my mind is, is, is still to... Um meditate and, and and listen. Breathe deeply. Again, it doesn't have to be a fancy meditation. It can be a quiet, um, quiet moment where you take ten deep breaths. That's a meditation too. Stare out the window and let your mind wander. Just like you did when you were a kid. You know, isn't that interesting how, look, chances are if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably Generation X. And we were the original free-range kids. Like, we were left alone to basically do our own stuff when we were kids. And because of that, we're really good at boredom. Boredom makes for innovation. Innovation makes for thinking things, thinking new things into being and i think that's a really good way to look at it and um you know i'm when i get into those moments of fear the first thing i do is just bring myself back to the present literally in this moment do you have clothes on your back and a, a roof over your head do you have socks on your feet and food in the fridge and hot running water be grateful for all of those things in this moment You are safe, and that's all you need to know. That might change in the future, but you can't think your way into or out of it. But you can't think your way into getting really sick. So stay present. That's my best piece of advice. Get still, slow down, breathe, stay present. I'm so glad I could have the time with you today. Undoubtedly, there are new podcast episodes coming because guess what? I got some time now. So, if there are episodes you would like to hear from me, if there are topics you would like me to cover, there's a couple of ways you can uh, get a hold of me. First, my website is drlovely.com. That's D R L O V E L Y.com. And there's a submit questions uh, 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 form there that comes to my email. And you can also go to the Facebook page for this podcast. Um, When you're in Facebook, it's at Not Your Mother's Menopause Podcast. I like to think I'm pretty active on that page. Um, I do uh, post Facebook Lives uh, on a regular basis, although now that I'm not in drag, maybe a little less frequently. I don't know. Or maybe you get to see me in in natural form. I don't know. Uh, anyways, so those are some ways you can get a hold of me. You can direct message me on that podcast page. So um, I send you love. Please, everyone, stay healthy. Listen to the authorities and stay home. And uh, be well. Until next time. The views and nutritional advice expressed by Dr. Fiona Lovely are not intended to be a substitute for conventional medical service. If you have or suspect that you have a medical problem, promptly contact your health care provider. No information offered here should be interpreted as a diagnosis of any disease, nor an attempt to treat or prevent or cure any disease or condition. As with any new advice or program, you should always contact your health care provider prior to starting anything new. Thank you.